Carlo Ancelotti has had the type of career most managers can only dream of, and that makes picking a lineup of the best players to have played under him an exercise that's much, much trickier than you might think. Michael Cox and Mark Carey from the Athletic Football Podcast tried anyway on a recent episode of that show, and given that Ancelotti's Real Madrid are in this weekend's Champions League final, and given that John Muller will be here later this week to talk about Liverpool, we're going to play that conversation here for you today. I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Monday, May 23rd. Now let's send it over to the Tactics Podcast and host Ali Maxwell with Michael Cox and Mark Carey. However the great tactical historians will remember him, uh, this is a man who's had the sort of career generally only seen on, on Football Manager, on computer games. Certainly someone you would want to have a long, long dinner with uh, to talk about his career and has managed a huge proportion of the best players on the planet over the last 20 years. So we, we didn't want to let this episode go by without putting together an Ancelotti all-time 11. Uh, it's pretty tough to do, um, but you've both had a go at it. Michael, why don't you start... Uh, I guess we're playing a 4-3-3 of sorts. Why don't you start with the Ancelotti all-time 11 goalkeeper and back four. Yeah, funny one with the goalkeeper. We're talking Dida, Petr Cech, Salvatore Sirigu, Manuel Neuer and Thibaut Courtois. I don't think Cech at that point was the Cech we'd seen in previous years. I think Dida was a good goalkeeper. I think it's probably between Neuer and Courtois. Um, And I think Courtois actually had a really good season this time around. So Mm. I am going to go for Thibaut Courtois as my Ancelotti goalkeeper. Uh, What about you, Mark? I, I've probably gone a little bit more for his historical sort of importance in the Premier League. I have gone for Petr Cech in goal. Um, but I do uh, take, take what Michael said in terms of that season while Ancelotti was there. Maybe a slightly different story, but um, I've been skewed by my perception of history. OK, let's look at Ancelotti fullbacks. Some of them had more work to do going forward than others, of course, at times. Uh, the right-backs, Cafu, Branislav Ivanovic, uh, Jale, Lam, and Carvajal. And the left-backs, Pancaro, Cole, Maxwell, Alaba and Mendy. Michael? Well, right back, I mean, I think this has often been his weakest position. It can't be Ivanovic for that season. Jale, ugh, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> and Danny Carvajal's really struggling this season. So it's between Lam and Cafu. I just about go for Cafu. I, I mean, they're both brilliant. They're both all-time great right-backs. But I think in terms of just what you want from an Ancelotti system, which is width and overlapping, I think you have to go for Cafu. On the other side, I would go for David Alaba. Um, I think Ashley Cole's probably the main contender. But again, I don't think Ashley Cole was quite his best in that league-winning campaign. So Alaba for me. I definitely agree with everything you said there, Michael. I have gone for Cafu. At right back um, again maybe it's my perception my Premier League skew but I have gone for Ashley Cole um, at left back I was thinking of being a bit too smart and putting Maldini at left back but I've uh, we'll come on to my centre-backs from there well it's a hell of a list of centre-backs I tell you that starting with Nesta and Maldini and then heading to Carvalho and Terry uh, Thiago Silva and Mamadou Sacco uh, Martinez and Hummels at Bayern and this season Militao and David Alaba could have a situation where we have Alaba in Michael's team twice but I suspect probably not yeah if you're being really clever you could have uh, Alex twice the Brazilian centre-back who played at both Chelsea mm-hmm. and PSG but I don't think many people would choose that um I'm actually going to stick with Milan, Nesta and Maldini, just a great partnership. 
John Terry comes into the equation, I think, or comes into the conversation. Thiago Silva, obviously an all-time great, but he was injured quite a lot that season that they won the league title under Ancelotti. So, yeah, I've got three Milan defenders, Cafu, Nesta and Maldini. Yeah, Nesta and Maldini. You can't really look beyond them. I mean, I was equally going to maybe think of adding John Terry to the to the list, but Nesta and Maldini, and they sort of come as a partnership as well. So you can't have Nesta without Maldini and, and vice versa. So, yeah, got to agree. I'm quite pleased that I don't have to pick three of this batch of central midfield players. Uh, Pirlo, Gattuso and Seydorf at AC Milan. Mikel, Balak and Lampard at Chelsea. Motta, Verratti, Matuidi. At Bayern, Xavi Alonso, Arturo Vidal and Thiago. And at Real Madrid, Casemiro, Modric and Kroos. Uh, he was a midfield player himself, wasn't he, Michael? And I always think, as I said earlier, of central midfield players when I think of Ancelotti. This is a hell of a gang. Yeah, this is quite tough to choose between. Um, I mean, this is just the size that won the, he's won the title with. I mean, you could go back and, and get Juventus and Palmer and you've got, I mean, across the pitch, you've got lots of Cannavaro and Chiram and Buffon and Zidane and Zaghi. I mean, it's absolutely, you must have the best composite 11 ever. I'm going to go for Andrea Pirlo in the holding role. I think uh, he's just completely era-defining player. And I think it was a better player than Jabi Alonso in that role. And as my two more advanced midfielders, I'm going to go for the current two of Modric and Cruz, who I think have a great partnership and work really well together. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Mine's very similar again. I've got PLA Holding, I've got Modric ahead, and I've got to include Frank Lampard as well. Especially that season, highest goal scoring season of his career when he was with Ancelotti. So PLO, Lampard and Modric for me. Uh, and in the front three, we got a real mixture, of course, because uh, you know he, he did flip a little from from diamond and Christmas tree to to more uh, standard four three three. So we've got a mixture of of wide men and attacking midfielders here: uh, Rui Costa and Kaka at AC Milan, Maluda and Anelka, uh, El Flaco Pastore and Lavezzi at PSG, Thomas Muller and Ian Robin at Bayern, and this season Asensio and Vinicius Michael, who are your two behind or to the side of a striker. You know what? If you allow me, I'm going to go for diamond. I'm going to have one number 10 and two strikers because Ancelotti did, okay. has played that way a fair amount. Uh, Rui Costa is my favourite ever player, but I can't have him ahead of Kaka that season for Milan. Kaka was the best. <laughs> uh, and it's so tough to choose two strikers. It's so it's, it's, it's two of Shevchenko, Drogba, Ibrahimovic, Lewandowski and Benzema. I've, I mean, I really don't know. I'm going to go for... Benzema, because I think at the moment he's close to the best player in the world. And I'm just about going to go for Ibrahimovic, not necessarily because he was the best player, but because I think of how dominant, how crucial he was to PSG that title winning season. It really was all about him. So yeah, Ibrahimovic and Benzema for me. Mine's a bit 
lopsided. It's just mainly to fit in who I wanted. So I've gone for Iron Robin and Kaka behind Lewandowski. But it, yeah, Kaka would obviously be playing far more narrow. Robin would be hugging the touchline, coming inside, um, putting the balls in for, for Lewandowski. So there's a bit of method to it, I suppose, but it might be a little bit lopsided. I quite like that. I, I like that balance. And I love Iron Robin as well. So I do appreciate that. Enjoyed this exercise. I'm going to tweet out the list of players to choose from, from Ancelotti's five title wins. And please put together your own Ancelotti Composite 11 uh, on Twitter at Ali Maxwell underscore. It'd be great to see uh, how you guys approach this. And I've really enjoyed chatting through this remarkable, hugely successful career of Carlo Ancelotti, which has a lot more to discuss within it uh, than just celebrating five titles so thank you to Michael thank you to Mark uh, for chatting me through it Before we go, a TV guide for today. As usual, all times are Eastern, and because it's a Monday and because all the seasons are over, it's a pretty light day, but there are two really, really important games that I recommend that you watch because, hey, soccer's on TV, why not? First, in the Bundesliga and also kind of the two Bundesliga in Germany at 2.30 p.m., Hamburg versus Hertha Berlin. This is the relegation playoff Hamburg trying to come up from the second Bundesliga and Hertha trying to stay in the Bundesliga. Hertha is down 1-0 in this game, despite being the Bundesliga side. They need to win today at 2.30 p.m. in order to stay in the Bundesliga. And this is especially interesting because they just had a big money buyer come in and and take over the club in recent years. And the thinking was that that was going to make them very, very relevant, maybe take them in the top half of the Bundesliga. Maybe they'd be competing for Champions League or Europa League spots, and maybe they'd be possibly, maybe perhaps competing kind of for a championship along with Bayern. Uh, that hasn't happened. Uh, so they are going to need to win today at 2.30 p.m. on ESPN Plus in order to stay in the Bundesliga. After that, in the Liga Emekis Femenil, Chivas versus Pachuca. It's the second leg of the final. Chivas is up 4-2 from the first leg. But Pachuca will have a lot to play for, not only for themselves, but for uh, Pachuca as a whole. Uh, if they are, if they manage to come back from this 4-2 deficit, uh, Pachuca is also in the final of the men's Liga Amekis final. So there's a chance for a, for a men's women's sweep, which are always pretty awesome to see uh, when they happen. And they're pretty rare. <laughs> so at 9.05 p.m., that is the game to watch it is on Universo. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening, and happy soccer to you all.